going on, people? This is Lecrae. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Kel Mitchell. Picky one is that would be me. <laughs> Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Brian Hooks. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Dr. Dorinda Clark Cole. Yo, what up, y'all? It's your boy, Kev, on stage. Yo, what's up? This is Doug E. Fresh. What up, what up? It's DJ Emmy for that Breakfast Club. What's up, everybody? It's Mr. Talkbox. Hello there. This is Kim Burrell. Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Cardi Cortez. Well, hello there. I am Ja'Kalen Carr. Good afternoon. It's Jess with the mess. Hey, everyone. This is Faith Jesse. My name is Kid from Kid and Play. Peace to the planet. Charlemagne the God here. What's up, y'all? Las Vegas. It's said entertainer. I want you to download and tune into the greatest gospel station in the Las Vegas area. It's the number one gospel station. Number one gospel station. Number one gospel radio. Check it out. I need you to do me a favor. I need you to go download Anointed Radio app. From either the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. For 24-7 gospel. Make sure to check out their website at anointedradionetwork.com. Music for the soul, music for your spirit, music to lift your heart. That soul food for your body, that energy for your spirit. Gospel in the morning, gospel for lunch, gospel at dinner, and then you go to sleep. You know what? Guess what? You dreaming about some gospel. Sometimes these are the songs that really uplift us and uh, get us through some of the tough times. Salute Pastor J. Calhoun and Anointed Radio. No, your boy wouldn't steer you wrong. Go listen right now. You feel me? Check them out without no doubt, because gospel is what it's all about. Amen, everybody. We're going to start off in normal fashion. And normal fashion is this. We're going to start off with a prayer and a scripture. And the scripture we're coming out of is 1 Chronicles 16 and 11. And it says, look to the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. When you're going through something, seek God. Don't seek this social media. I know you're watching this on social media now, but don't seek that first. Go to God first. He gives you the answer. He gives you the encouragement. He sends the right people. He always is going to have the right answer for at the right time. So seek God in your weak moments. Seek God in his strength and let him be able to make you strong. Amen. Amen. Dear Father God, we just thank you, God. God, we thank you for everything that you're doing. God, we just ask you to be in the midst. Let something be said tonight where someone could be able to take away a new revelation, a, 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 a new, a new, just a newness from you, Lord, where you a new understanding, a, a, a new way of seeing things. God, let your evidence be shown in everybody under the sound of my voice is life where they could be able to see you clearly God and despite of the chaos the distractions and the things that's happening God let them be able to focus on you Lord God I ask you let's be able to reach the unreachable teach the unteachable and even touch somebody with the hardest heart to say what can I do to be saved enlarge the territory of anointed radio so that we could be able to go to new people new area codes new radio stations new new countries new new areas god 
enlarges so that we could show a great representation of you, Lord, when people watch this show, that they could be able to see you and not us. So God, I just thank you for everything that you're doing. God, I ask you to just touch everybody that's under the sound of my voice's life, where they could be blessed, where they could break away from chains and bondage, and they could be able to truly live in the purpose that you have said in their life. And we said it all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. This is Pastor Jay. And like always, I got something to say. And what I got to say is this. You can follow me at Anointed Jaylon on all social media platforms. If you did not know, now you know. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook. Um, you could go check out all my new music. Actually, my new single, Can I Get a Little Grace? It's out everywhere. It's on 10 radio stations right now. 10 like one, two, three, four, ten. That that's that California education. Man, 10 radio stations are spending my, uh, my single Praise God and uh publications. We have AP Press and 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 Channel 8 News. Everybody's following it. So make sure you go check out Can I Get a Little Grace? I'm telling you, it's it's a, it's a movement, it's more than a song, it's a movement, it's the grace era. It's time to start giving grace to one another in the body of Christ. It's time for us to go pray for people. It's time for us to be able to go and actually uh, actually give a little bit of mercy to some people. Yeah, them people deserved it, but guess what? You didn't des deserve some things too, but God spared you anyway. So the grace era begins. The grace tour has started. Definitely go check out Can I Get a Little Grace and um, make sure you share, like, subscribe, follow us at LV Anointed Radio, Sh share on all your social media platforms, tag us and all that good jazz that you that you do. And with that being said, we're going to go ahead and bring up my co-host and my co-host today is the one and only. It, it, and she's became a, 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 a fan favorite. I get calls about this this host all the time saying that they love her spirit and and she's she's great. And you know who I'm talking about? Simi so real. <laughs> I didn't hey, even get my microphone. I have Simi. my microphone. I was waiting to see if you was gonna have your microphone. I have two. So I was trying to use the official one because I just came back from the spin award. Yes, yes. We all saw that you were at the spin awards, you and the rest of the family. Uh, well, MTA wasn't there. I wasn't there, but you and Prophetess Tishier were in the building representing Amen. very, very well. Yeah, very and it, well. It, it was dope meeting all the radio people that do this every day, you mm -hmm. know, because we get comfortable with their voices because we hear them. We see them on Facebook, social media, all the great things that they're doing, the concerts, the awards, the 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 events that they go to and to be able to come in the room and network with them, eat, chill, laugh, joke around. It was a fun experience. Um, shout out to the spin awards for bring, bringing anointed radio out there and shout out to all the radio hosts that are really doing this every day. Cause it's, because it, I'm telling you, it's not for the faint heart and it's not for the Whoa. easy. So with that being said, go ahead and tell everybody where you can be found. It's your girl, Simi So Real, always telling it and making it where you can feel. Um, you can find me right here on Anointed Radio Network with the fam. Also, you can find me on Facebook, Tick to the Talk, Instagram, and always creeping every now and then in and out of the club. The clubhouse is what I'm talking about. 
she didn't say that that pause this time. She definitely didn't say that pause. She was like, usually she like, y'all can catch me in the club. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> I had already said too much when I said you creeping. I said, okay, now that I took it too far. So I, I need to hurry. Her with with the band right. this band creep, 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 creep. <laughs> <laughs> It feels good to be home, uh, Las Vegas. I love y'all, man. When you go outside, um, to different places, you get to appreciate home. And man, it was raining in Georgia. Ooh, wee. at the Spin Awards, it was raining, mm-hmm. and then it got hot, and then it rained again, and then it got cloudy. It had like four seasons while I was there, but praise God, got back all in one day, all in, all one, in day. one day. And you know what? People can't never talk about that good airline, Spirit Airlines. Praise the Lord uh, for Spirit Airlines because it got me there safely, back and forth for $100. Praise the Lord. See, y'all could, y'all could be in those expensive places. Y'all all get the same turbulence. I get that spirit. Well, you know, I just will say this. Every now and then, the spirit and spirit is not right. But I think because you was on the plane, the right spirit, the Holy Spirit, was what was flying that day because I've been in there. There've been some contrary spirits. Uh, can't get on this. The contrary spirit. They should call it contrary today. One time I was on there and it was a heathen spirit. They should oh, just call the flight heathen on today. It's see, just got all kind of aliens because you don't know it's all kind of aliens because you don't know what spirits you're going to encounter when you, you know what else airline. I could tell you a trifling spirit. You know what a trifling spirit is? <laughs> Atlanta TSA. Trifling, worst Ooh. TSA I've ever been through in my life, and they they never played Tetris a day in their life because I swear they had us go from one part of a zigzag, and then we went in the zigzag in the middle, and then we zigzag to the other end. I ended up getting out the line and getting clear. Shout out to Clear because y'all saved wow. me from stuck in Atlanta. I mean, it was six twenty, and my flight boarded at six fifty four, and I was nowhere close. To be in the TSA. So I, I went to sign up with Clear. They give two free. I'm giving free promo for them today. They give two free weeks. I know they probably get a lot of cancellations, but at the end of the day, it, it gets through them two, three weeks. And, and I think it's not that bad. I think it's like a hundred bucks a year or something like that for Clear. You don't don't quote me on it. They're not an official sponsor. I don't know their information, but they saved me because I literally had to get out. And man, it was a struggle. Well, I know you wasn't talking any mess out there because the people in, in, in Atlanta, when when they check you, they're like, you got something to say? Oh, I didn't think so. Get in a line. And then they're like, no. they're gone. No, they, they didn't care. They didn't care. Like, they literally watched me walk out the line. I said, bro, I'm not standing here no more. And... <laughs> It was a struggle and it was a lot. I was there at five, two hours before my flight. And still I was like traffic out there in Atlanta, black people. We got 50 other States. We all don't got to move to Atlanta. I'm just saying I I saved somebody. That is the Mecca. That is the Mecca for black people. So I don't think you can undo. It cannot be undone. It cannot be undone. They forgot that them country roads cannot take you home no more because there's too many people. On them freeway. I mean, there's traffic at 11 p.m. Four in the morning. Like, literally, there's too much traffic in Atlanta. I appreciate Las Vegas. I thought I was complaining about my little 25-minute traffic in Vegas. Not again. 
I'm telling you, I appreciate home after that trip to Atlanta. But shout out to the Spin Awards one more time for nominating us for three categories. And we're going out there and spending time being on the red carpet. Got to meet some other great people. And, yeah, it was fun. But we're back home. We're back grinding. And shout out to all the people at the Doves. One thing I could give a, a good shout out to is all the people who do this 24-7. Like, y'all Flyer Miles is, like, on 10. Because I knew people going from the Spin Awards, then going to Tennessee for the Dove Awards. I was like, they was like, you going to Dove? No. Like, <laughs> I almost laughed at it. I was like, first of all, this was a lot coming out to Atlanta. So you're telling me that I would leave Atlanta, go home, and then go to Tennessee? Nah, that's not how it's going to work. I think I, 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 I appreciate everybody at the Doves. And shout out to everybody that won a Dove was at the doves song at the doves you did a great job in tennessee and i'll see you if the stellas are back in vegas amen that's next time i'm traveling so <laughs> so with that we're gonna go ahead and bring up our guests our guest today is a great man of god that had that, man he didn't help me through i'm gonna testify this this man that got me go through you know he i he is the one who made me believe in that mental health is real and that he helped me in some times of my need um throughout the years when i first met him um i can't even call him my therapist i do call him my therapist sometimes i'll be like yeah, that's my therapist but what did I'm you just, pay him are you paying him with gratitude just no gratitude. He, he he gets paid come on it's a it's a, no service is free the only hmm. thing that's free is jesus oh, shondo he paid the price because he paid all prices. I wish he paid his car note, but that's a different story. With that, <laughs> everybody wants you guys to meet a great lyricist. He he's has a new song coming out. We're actually going to world premiere today. Um, his music video, which it was dope. Shout out to the soldiers. He's going to introduce it. But I'll let him introduce himself. I'm introducing him too much. It's because, you know, when you bring your own people up there, you know, you start, you start talking about your own people. Like, hey, you know... You know, he in the second grade, you know, he got all A's. But before we bring him up, we have a latecomer in here. Yeah, I'm putting him on blast. But he told me anyway. But I have to, he's lucky that we're still in the intro. Everybody, welcome the bishop, Mercy coming. <laughs> Go ahead. Mercy and tell made him. it. Yeah. Mercy, oh, mercy, mercy me. I'm, I'm running behind because I, I was talking to my apostle. And the pastor had me running behind on time. I looked at my watch and said, Pastor, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. You gotta start telling. See, that I was I, I did this at the uh at the spin awards. You know how long people stay after an event in a church event? I'm like, you know, y'all Negroes can leave now, right? Like, you know, you know y'all can leave. Y'all y'all can leave. Like, we ain't gotta stay in the same parking lot or in the same hallway for four more hours. The event is over. Ah. Y'all, you all act like you're forgetting. A lot of people don't have that much of a life outside of church. We live, breathe, eat church. You know, our circles is in church. So I'm not saying mine because, you know, it's past my bedtime right now. What I am saying, <laughs> I don't care what nobody say. I like getting my rest. OK, because I'm up very early in the morning, say four o'clock. OK, say four thirty. Um. Oh, so what that. I will say is that that's people's time to socialize or fellowship. Mm. Mm. No, no, normally Wednesdays is Bible study night, but 
most times when the apostle uh they have two churches um out in virginia and then they have one down here so most times when one of them goes to virginia sometimes the other one stays or they both go to virginia you know i'm put in place so i can minister um sometimes so i you never know how it go because they really don't tell you to the last minute like hey we're not gonna be there tonight if they don't make their flight or if they don't drive back so I have to be on call and stand by sometimes. Why bishop over bishop over there looking like Black Jesus? <laughs> I thought he was about to, with him being in the garage, I thought he was about to bust a rap. Like, you know, when people yeah. had them at home studios, like, yeah, it was all a dream. I know oh, about J E S U S. Yes. <laughs> That's what I spelled Jesus. But Mercy, go ahead and tell everybody where we go so we can bring our guests up. See, I don't like know what I don't know what you said, so I can't even <laughs> tell people. I can't, I couldn't tell them if I wanted to exactly what I want to because I don't know what you said. <laughs> Bishop, use your discernment. We did. You just finished talking to the apostle, and you are a prophet, so let's go. He said, "Going to tell the people where they can find you." Yes. Boom. <laughs> you come in late. That's what I said. Amen. Oh, praise God. Uh, mercy coming on all social media platforms. Um, YouTube is different. Um, YouTube is my actual name. Um, Dion Dubignon, Prophet Dion Dubignon. You can find me on YouTube, but any other social media platform, Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> any of those, you can find me at Mercy Coming, the way it's spelled on the screen. Come holler at your boy, follow me on all social media platforms. We missed you, Mercy. It's good to see you. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's good to see y'all too. I thought you was about to say that church thing is good, BC. Oh, mm. Lord, no. <laughs> I don't like being seen most times. I try to hide. Amen. With that, we're going to go ahead and bring up our guest, Mr. Fate Kent. But before we bring him up, see, I got I had to get y'all. Make sure you share, like, subscribe. Make sure that you follow us on all social media platforms. Share this. Put us on your story. Tag it somewhere. Make sure that you share. Amen. We're going to have a great interview tonight and a world premiere. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and bring up Mr. Fate Kent. What's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> brother. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Amen. Go and tell everybody where they could find you, your website, your social media, all that good stuff. So right now, just go on um, Instagram. It's Fate Kent. Uh, you can go on to the Facebook, Fake Kent. Uh, the video and everything going on right there, just going to LaRae Records. L-E-R-A-E -E Records. LaRae Records. All right. Amen. So he told you what to do. So make sure that you go and follow. Come through. And and, and follow him and, and share. But I had a, a Shanana spirit today. And we're going to have a icebreaker question. Because... <laughs> I really want to know what y'all want to go do for this holiday season because the holiday season is coming. And I want to know for the holidays, where would you go vacation for the holidays with your budget? Usually I say no budget, but with your budget, where would you go for the holidays this holiday? And we can start with Mercy because he was late. Dang, just throwing me under the bus, Pastor. I was talking to the apostle, but now the pastor put me under the all right now. Nah. All right, but um <laughs> if I if I can go anywhere for the holidays. 
with your budget with my budget right now i would take my family to dubai with your budget you got that type of money yeah i mean it ain't expensive to go over there i'm gonna have to talk to you after the show hey man <laughs> Well, for the holiday for Thanksgiving, I'm I am going to um an all-inclusive resort at Montego Bay, um, Jamaica for Thanksgiving. That's I will be in thank there. All right, now Montego Bay. Anointed Radio does not pay these people, so I don't know <laughs> where getting this money. Um Man. praise God for see that's favor because Prophet Marina said if you give. You will receive, and it's been receiving season. Praise God! I was I was just gonna say I'm going to the Bay Area, but y'all didn't stood me up, man. Tigo Bay, dude. Yeah, I, I don't want to go in the states. I, I I'm tired of the states. Well, you got a passport? I'm working on it. It's on its way. H you will be. Amen. So with that, <laughs> see, Pastor trying to buy me to the states, Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He want to go to Michigan for his vacation. Jesus. If he can pay on his budget, he want to go to Michigan. Hell Lord. To Dubai. Come on down here and watch some of these Jaguars. He said Jaguars. That's I know how to get pals of J Series. <laughs> he got Mate, him. He was, like, he was like, you know what? I... Man. Like, he just choked him in the spirit of Jaguar. I just got him in the headlock. Right? <laughs> so, Fate, where would you go? Well, I'm blessed because my wife works for Delta. So, come on, I Delta would... Spirit. <laughs> oh, man. That's major. Uh, I, so, I kind of, we kind of been everywhere. So, I kind of want to stay home for Thanksgiving and, and families going to come see us. And I like to cook. So, you know. Come and get them bellies fed. Your address was (laughs) and fill my pocketbook up before I go. Well, you're gonna be out of town, though. You're traveling already. I'm gonna make a stop and and, and (laughs) take a plate to go. Put in my pocketbook. Send me for you. I'm just saying. Can I get a buddy pass for the one time? I, you know, that's <laughs> no, just like you can't tell black people that your family work for the airlines is not everybody wanna hey, I'm, man, I've I'm been trying to hey, convince hey, so man. many family members hey, go work for the airlines. Hey, man, I know I ain't talked to you for two years. I was wondering your wife still working for the airport. <laughs> See, the I'm gonna I'm I'm be the one to ask last because I don't want to be the first one to ask for the discount. So I'm gonna just wait gonna back and out. see. I'm gonna well, see, I'm gonna see how much you give the first. Got it offered, you know, and then after buddy pass is a buddy in. pass. I'ma just tell you. See, grandmama said a closed mouth don't get fed. See, that's <laughs> why you ain't gonna eat because everybody gonna eat up all the stuff before you come. Talking about gonna last. Grandma fed everybody, so I don't know. Hey, but your cousins was greedy, so you only had a little bit of noodles, <laughs> or you had a whole bunch of stuff. So I'm just saying you better fight for yourself. But, hey. And and if you're in the comments, make sure if you where would you go for the holidays? You know, it's holidays coming. Mariah Carey is thawing out. I have a holiday song. I'm so tired of hearing Mariah Carey already. I'm not I hear lie. her now. I hear that high note. I hear do 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 like that's that, <laughs> like you know how Jordan Peele changes all the songs to sound scary. He needs to do that with Mariah Carey. <laughs> Man. 
I'm I'm just saying uh, the Jordan Pill you still the idea I want I want 10%. Amen. So we're going to go and we're going to go into the song first and then we're going to go into and we're going to go unorthodox. We're going to world premiere Fake Kent's song he had come out today, right? Yeah, midnight. Oh, that's what The video that. came out at midnight. It came out Congratulations. midnight. So Praise I just God. want you to make sure that you guys are are watching um my uncle silly he said antarctica he would be in paris or Antarctica. okay yes, that's a vast difference between the two just two that's opposite true. sides of the pendulum all but but that's okay i mean he's saying he's gonna take it that's what, yeah. that's what if it, what, what what old he's black people get out of the box it's okay. if you like it <laughs> i love it. you know if, if you like it i love it amen so we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna uh premiere his song and fake can you go ahead and welcome your song and just give a little bit song is red white and blue for all the soldiers out there we appreciate you you don't get enough love that's why this song was created it was created for you praise god and thank you for the heart that you do have hallelujah wow. amen as i commit to you i do what others wouldn't do I give my life so you can live This is a sacrifice I give So many soldiers bled the same Can't let their living be in vain As we honor all the fallen From the grave you hear them calling We fought for the red, white, and blue We stood together, we stood true It's because of the circumstances that I was involved in. I was in um, heavy conflict areas and areas where you had to pay attention or you're dead. So riding out in the middle of the jungle on a, on a, on a rain-filled night wasn't a good idea. I always thought that it would be better to stay alive and focus on staying alive rather than writing letters. Miss my father, miss my sons, I miss my daughters. Will I see your face again? Will this war come to an end? Guess the enemies don't know. Us Americans don't fall. We stand strong, we fight for unity. It's that strength that's born in you and me. We fight for the red, white, and blue. At that time, the draft was really big, really hot. And people that were getting drafted were getting drafted for four years. And if you got a four-year draft, you would serve two tours in Vietnam, 18 months apiece out of that four years.
to a few a few vets that have been coming back from Iraq and Afghanistan, places like that, and and they they deal with the same thing uh, because you have to leave people behind that you've grown close to, and and that you know without a shadow of a doubt will, will have your back in an instant and give their life for you. Make sure that you guys go and support that single. That that single is powerful as a soldier. It means a lot because a lot of people don't know what it means to be a soldier. They, they think they know. But a lot of people that have served can understand the words of what he was saying. So fake let's let's go ahead and get the the niceties out and 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 so everybody know your backgrounds so we talk about the music video talk about the song your, and all that good stuff but let everyone know where um where you originated from where's your hometown and where do you reside now so <clears throat> i was a military brat <laughs> i was raised in ipswich england and um started in Utah from England to Alabama. So, you know, with the military, you're kind of everywhere. Um, I'm catching myself, the end of the song got me. Um, <laughs> putting that song together, the end of it was the hardest part when it was talking about angels fly. And I recently just lost my sister recently. Oh. You know, we're all soldiers, we're all soldiers. And when I was asked to write that song, I, um, I said, probably not gonna write no song like that just because of the politics of that world. But when God had me write this song, it was very emotional for me. And because I watched the videos and watching the videos of the soldiers coming home and knowing that they died for a flag and for America, that was, that was very different. People don't look at it like that. They always look at the politics of that world, but that song, it really, that's what it was for. That's what it was for. And, and yeah, so traveling all over the place myself, I kind of been everywhere. I've been in Vegas 22 years, going on 23 years, something like that. But like I said, my wife works for Delta. So we've done a lot of traveling. My father-in-law, before he passed, we filled his bucket list of going everywhere. So we've been from everywhere to Australia, everywhere. So, but yeah, I, um, I just want to say thank you guys for taking this time, allowing me to put the song out to the world like that. The video, it, it meant a lot. You know, it's emotional for me watching it. Um, I have the pleasure, myself and Marvinetta, we're going to be heading to um, San Diego to actually go do 
this song for a bunch of soldiers and Marbonettas can come bless everybody as well. But yeah, that's where I'm originally from Utah, but raised over in England and kind of everywhere else from there. Okay. And um, you know what I just loved? Um, you you um had the the um military, you had I would I don't know if you would call him veteran, I guess you would call him a veteran, um, Ronald Barrera on there. And why was it so important that you allowed him to share a little bit about what he felt or what he went through in the clip? Because everybody always talks about what they go through, but they weren't there. They said, oh, they probably went through this. Ronald's been there, you know, and a lot of people don't respect that point. They don't know why the soldiers think the way they think. They don't know what they've been through. Jay knows what I'm talking about, you know, and Ronald from the Vietnam War. Can you imagine all the new things that have happened now since then? And to tell your story is, is a golden opportunity. People need to know. Well, I think that that's one thing that's starting to be a headlight for, uh, I guess you could say a highlight in the military now. A lot of things are coming up, you know, um, a lot of things that soldiers gone through. And, you know, one thing that is a stigma for soldiers that a lot of times they shut down and don't talk about their situation is the stigma of being um, called, oh, you have PTSD because of the military. I know people that never been to the military that got PTSD from just growing up in their neighborhood. Right. That's true. Yes. I got shot at before the military and Absolutely. they had before they went into the military. So it's just kind of like, you know, there's a lot of stigmas when it comes down to the military and um, being able to tell a story from a, a soldier standpoint is important because it's really people how can I say they utilize the thought of soldiers, but they don't really see the soldier. They, they, the mm. idea, the thought of, Oh, thank you for your service. Sometimes I, I, I'm tell you as a veteran, I don't like that hearing that a lot of times because I'm just like, I'm a, I'm a third generation army veteran. So my grandfather was Vietnam. My dad was desert storm and I was Iraqi freedom. And during that, it's just kind of like, you're doing it because you wanted to do it. Because I think when it comes down to it, you wanted to put your selfish stuff aside to actually serve a country and be able to fight for um, things that people don't think about. You know, and you you get desensitized once you get to the military and really see what the world really looks like when you know you start taking for granted the freedoms that you have here. You start taking for granted the things that other people are fighting in your behalf and they don't even know you. So it's just kind of like, and then it, then soldiers get a whole lot of stuff when they get out. So it's just like that's one of the main reasons here. And um, Sammy, you've been here for a while now, so you, you've seen it. Um, why we talk about mental health? Because I've lost three people that I've served with to suicide. Because mm -hmm. thank you for your service. Don't do much. Mm -hmm. Helping soldiers, giving them mm -hmm. opportunities. There's a lot of soldiers that get out the military and can't find work. So a lot of mil military soldiers that come out and the after the after effect of being that you were able to take care of your family, you come out and you're like, man, I did the service and I keep hearing thank you for your service, but I can't find work. I can't find a job. Mm -hmm. um, the, the, uh, you can't even get welfare. And you're like, wait a minute. Wait, I can't at least get some food stamps. Like, you know, mm -hmm. these are the things that come as a harsh reality 
And then everybody's like, oh, it's sad that soldiers are, you know, passing away or homeless. Well, there's a reason. It's not because people want that life. It's not because they they just want to be there. A lot of soldiers go through struggles and stresses. And then, like every human, they find a way of escape. And sometimes that way of escape takes their life. So I definitely amend you for telling that story and having a soldier be able to talk about some of the things because he probably could tell you a lot more if you want to hear a story about a, a veteran go to the va hospital they would love to tell you what they did how they did it and what they went through at that moment because you get to really get the in-depth story of it but one thing i want to ask is how many what has been some of the reactions from the song from other veterans that seen um or heard your song well, to this date, I have not met one soldier that has not heard that song and cried, not one. And so the blessing for us coming up San Diego trip, I get to be in a room full of soldiers. So I've never got that before, but every individual soldier that's heard it, yeah, it's just been lots of tears. Um, one guy, he was like, how did you know? How, who, how'd you write that song? Did you serve? Were you one of us? How could you have known those things? You know, and I was like, I just did what God told me to do. I just did what God told me to do. One thing I could say is um, just to kind of answer that. You, first of all, I never knew this. So thanks, Faith. I never knew that you were a military brat. And I could tell you as a child of someone that's a, a veteran, I bet you my, my kids can especially because we've lived on base. We've gone to base to base and city to city. Um, they could be able to tell the experiences of what, you know, that takes because you're never not a soldier. You know, time 24-7, you have to go do something. If it's fire guard, staff duty, uh, be on call. If they say leave at zero dark 30 with a 200 <laughs> 200 pound uh, rucksack and go march for two miles for God knows why. Sorry, that triggered me a little bit. Um, <laughs> he I'm left it thinking, by himself. Yeah, he I looked like, like he spaced out for a second. Oh, I, don't I don't get that. We have a problem. Houston, we have a problem. I'll be like, they, they really don't be making sense. You'll be like, yeah, we're going to we're gonna paint this wall, then we're going to tear it down. What did you hear? Yo? Let me stop. Sorry. Back to the song. So I believe that you have a valid reason to talk about your experience because you got to see it as a child and going through it. Because I think the family household is able to see it from the spouses um, and the kids and, of course, the veteran as well. Simi, what you had to say? I just I wanted to commend uh, Faith for uh, making a, a wonderful song. And I just feel like um, when people hear the song too, it will ignite something with them, them to remember not only what um, our soldiers have done for us, but also to create different um, platforms for them to have dialogue. I think we need more stages set for them to be able to share. Um, and I think we need to know that, you know, people that have not served such as myself. One thing that I do when I'm hosting or I'm doing um, any type of services, comedy or hosting events, I always make sure that veterans, I always do every year one free event. If it's the veterans, if they call, they always get a free event. And if single mothers call, they always, and they're doing something for youth, 
I always give them a free event. Mm-hmm. And um, it was many moons ago, there was a young lady, she came from, I want to say Washington. And um, it was during, I want to say it was during Memorial Day, she came out and she put a big event on for all the vets, all soldiers. She put a, a huge, and she made, she had food and she made everything free. And I, I would like to see, just as a nation, we appreciate, you know, because we don't have a full understanding. We know that there's always a different level of level of death to people who have served in the military. We can, we don't understand what it is, but they you all have to know that you're appreciated. But we need, I think, as a people to have more dialogue. And I don't think that we could put everything on the government because we could do that. And they have definitely an obligation to make sure that you all are taken care of. But I think humanity, we have to show gratitude and start creating spaces to show you all that we really appreciate you. And not just with our mouths, but not, and not only with the, the discounts at IHOP. Okay. (laughs) You know, but giving you different platforms making sure you have accolades, listening to the stories, um, trying to have a takeaway, trying to get a better understanding, and also dedicating resources to people that have served in their families on a more elevated stage. Because a lot of people that have served too, like you said, when you talk about the homeless, um, I had a student the other day and he was really talking about some people, they served in the military and they're homeless and they're this and that. And I had to explain to him something called dual diagnosis. I said, they go through things in the service. They come out and they have these services that are provided, but people forget the services do not connect. So if I have a doctor's appointment. I could break that down for you. People get taught to kill somebody. You can't do that outside. Uh Infantry. um, There's a lot of, there's a a cap scout. There's a lot of jobs that are not transferable when you get mm. out. And then mm. I, the perfect example of that was the movie Dead Presidents. When you saw the movie, wow. they were trained as infantry. Infantry mm-hmm. was, there's one job infantry does, and that is to kill. That is their job. When you come home, you can't get mad that these people have been through what they've been through or saw what they've saw and did their job for the government. So it's not transferable. There's a lot of military jobs that is only military related. So when you come out, it's it, you have to either go through a retraining, go to school. But thank God there is programs. Um, so I'm not going to say there's not. You know, you have the GI Bill to go out and go to school. Um, there's different resources through the VA. There's a lot of red tape. You, there's a lot of reading. There's a lot of process. Just being transparent in that situation. But you, there is processes out there. And, but it's not easy. So to uh, Simi's point, yes, being more uh, visible with uh, programs. There's a lot of people that's walking in the streets right now that could qualify for benefits to get medicine that they struggling to get, get housing, get all these things, but they don't know. And it's not like there's a there's a lot of advocates. There's advocates out there, but it's not as much out there for the for the amount that's coming out. Mm -hmm. So. So there's a big gap between people getting services and getting the things like I had a good friend of mine, um, God rest his soul. Um, he went to the VA and it took him forever. And then 
by the time he went back to the VA after they was checking for a certain situation, they found out he had stage four cancer. He died the next year. So oh, it's just like those services is what I'm talking about. And, and I've been a big advocate. I've ran for state assembly and talked all about these things because the veterans can when you come home, a lot of veterans figure out places where they could be able to get benefits, get help, get the things that they need so they can be able to go into society again. Um, but it's, it's it's definitely a bigger conversation, which I like that this song sparks that because yeah, it's going to open dialogue. It, it opens that dialogue for people mm -hmm. to talk about and to really start talking about things of how to better because a lot of people see it like what you said. Oh, you, you went to military and now you're homeless or now you went to military. And now, you know, I know people that can't take public transit because of military because they can't be in closed spaces. So mm -hmm. it's just kind of like, there's, there's a lot of things, but there's, there's, there's just a way we, the same way that we find a way to help, a certain group that's dealing with certain things, we could do that with the military. I honestly believe it. I've seen have priority. I think military um, people, military, they have to have priority. And I, and I think to be honest with you, most Americans feel that way. It's like, once you've de dedicated yourself on a whole and different entire level to this, this country, they have to have priority. And that's from the top that it has to go from the top. And, you know, but, at the end of the day, the song opens up dialogue and really what we need to look at as a people is creating and getting grants and um, getting those resources and having people such as yourself that have had these experiences open up um, different centers and have transportation. People that haven't been in military, they're the best personnel. They're the best people to give grants to. They're the best people to commission to do um, different community services because they've been there. Say they know what it takes from A to Z versus hiring somebody outside that never served to say, I'm going to do this and open this up. No, you need to get the people that's been there, done that because they're going to know how to fill in those spaces that you won't even know exist. They're going to know where the gaps are. And I think that's why as humanity, our government is not going to pick up everything, but we as a people, we have an obligation to say, there is a need there. What can we do? what resources are available and how can yeah. we gather those resources and get the right people in there so that they can impact others that are going through what they've been through. And I think that's, you know, sometimes the, unfortunately the responsibility falls on us, you know, Facts as a people. Absolutely. So Faith, what is your, your, your mission with this song? Are you going to go to the, what is that called? Why can I never think of the name? Of it? But we were not able to get the funding to do it. But I believe it's God's timing. Um, right now, I, I know doors are opening. I can feel them opening, especially now that this video is done. I can feel the doors opening. One thing I want to say out loud is um, to the world, mental health is a real thing. Ooh. It really is. I'm a spiritual life coach and meditation teacher myself, and I work with students every single day. Just literally talking about something, knowing that somebody's letting you talk and you getting out what you're going through, it's a very necessary thing. Yes. We keep all these emotions and we keep all this stuff bottled up and it turns against you on the inside. Mm -hmm. Like God told me a long time ago, whatever you hold on to, holds on to you. 
So mm-hmm. when I'm working with clients and stuff daily, I'm literally allowing them to get out what's there. And then we make a new agreement. We make a new agreement. After we've gotten rid of the old stuff, we start bringing in the new stuff. We have two brains, right? And so neurology, when you get up in here, it takes 11 months for something to completely change. We change in 11 months, every 11 months, everybody changes. So when you're getting all that stuff out of you, when you're getting it out of you, you can make a new agreement and start replanting something else. It's more healthy than the unhealthy stuff you've taken in. Jay knows what I'm talking about. Him and I have been working together for some years now. When you get it out, you make room for God to come in and and, and replant some things. So Mm -hmm. mental health is a very important thing. People stop holding stuff in. We're made of 72% water, not 200% water. Mm. Mercy, you got something to say? Um, yeah, to piggyback off what Fate was talking about with mental, you know, um, health. Um, I actually have a bit of a testimony and I'll keep it short. Um, there was a guy that I work with, um, that's been training me on my job to do what he does. He's my foreman. And um, yesterday um, we sat in the truck before we began working because we had to wait on the trucks to pull in with the material we needed to begin the job. And I felt the Holy Spirit come upon me and didn't you know, exactly know why, but he opened up and started to begin to talk to me about his mental health um and he's a very angry person um Mm. not saying that it's his fault or whatever the case may be but there were circumstances that took place that morning that kind of led him to um that place and he had left the job site early that morning around seven o'clock sped off in the work truck not you know thinking clearly i prayed for him and in five or ten minutes he came back but um as we were sitting at the job site, he began to open up and express his concern about not wanting to be that way. And when he started talking to me, um, the Lord began to speak to me about um, certain things concerning him and how he got to be that way. And I felt the strong urge to cry. And I knew that it wasn't my cry. So I withheld my tears. And with me withholding my tears, he began to cry and express openly that he misses his grandmother. And um, when he started speaking about his grandmother, um, I shared a few things with him that the Lord was telling me. And he broke down and cried really bad. This is a strong man. Like when I say strong man, I mean a strong man. This brother is not one of them guys. It's an easy pushover. He lets he lets it be known that you know you're not going to run over him. He's one of those people that will really curse you out if you really take him there. But he, um, I saw a softer side of this guy. Um, and I want to thank God, first of all, because there was an opportunity presented um, simply just because of something like um, Brother Fate said, I was willing to sit there and listen, listen to him. I didn't have anything to say to him. I was just sitting there listening to him. And normally, you know, they do their daily routine, smoke, drink, whatever they're doing. It's none of my business. But he just needed somebody to hear his heart at the moment. And it changed the whole uh, trajectory of his day just from me listening to him. And the rest of the workday was peaceful for him. 
um, the whole situation that took place. And out in here was uh, it began with him and his girlfriend. They had got into some altercation and it led his mind to go off the deep end. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's not one to know how to manage uh, whatever the situation is between them two. So he results straight to getting angry, frustrated, um, irritated and all of those things um, and whatnot. But I felt as though and he hugged me um, yesterday and told me he needed that. And thank you. But it just goes to show you that, you know, like Brother Faith said, being a listening ear to somebody who's really going through, you never know what they're going through until you're actually willing to not have too much input and just be a willing vessel to have that ear open. You know what I'm saying? So that was a blessing to hear you say that. Um, And also to hear your song as well. Um, It's very deep, uh, very emotional. Um, And I've never been in the service, so I can't empathize. But I can only imagine um, the things you and Pastor Jay have seen, you know, being in the military um, as far as mental health is, is concerned. So that's all I had to say. So I I wanted to put a highlight on what you said. First of all, many people miss on that opportunity that God presents for them. So I just want you to know with you being obedient, God is about to bless you because of that. Because because a lot of people miss that test. See, a lot of times we'll be at work, we'll be in our moments, we'll be in our own feelings, we'll be in everything else. And when God assigns you these moments where people just start opening up, people just start calling you and need to talk to you and you ain't never talked to them a day in your life. And you're like, okay, God, that's showing assignment. That's showing that that's what God wants you to be able to witness to them. That's why we should supposed to be witnessing the people, not preaching to them, but witnessing to them. Like, you know what? I, I, I know what you're going through is hard, but I know somebody that could get you through it. And you and know what the beautiful part, the, the, the crazy part about it, Pastor Jay, um, the day before previously, I was ministering to a friend of mine who um, had just come out of a coma. And mm-hmm. the day prior, which was uh, Monday, um, they had been mocking me in the front seat. But as I got deeper in the conversation, the one that actually I talked to yesterday that ended up um, uh, confiding in me and telling me what he told me, he was the actual one that stopped, paused for a moment and told the other one don't do that he was like hey we, we we taking it too far you know that man back there you know he preaching the word to somebody that need to hear it and the other guy got out the truck and mm-hmm. went by his business but it just goes to show you too the enemy wanted me to shut my mouth while i was ministering because they were in the front like i say they do their own thing in the front seat while i'm in the back working but i did not stop i kept ministering what the holy spirit told me to minister to the young lady um, who's still currently in the hospital, if y'all will say a prayer for her. But Amen. She, um, she, um, I got off the phone with her, and he told me, you know, excuse me for the ignorance. So I know that there's somewhere on the inside, the Lord is working him back towards himself. But it's it's got to be always somebody willing to say, Lord, I don't care where I'm at or what I'm doing. I'll yes. be the one necessary to be used. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So. Even hearing Brother Fate, you know, make that song for so many people that he probably never meet. You know, you don't know how far this this song is actually going to stretch. So mm-hmm. just hearing it on the, the Anointed Radio Network is major. But that's a song that's so vast. It can go to different countries and you never know who may change 
the language of the song so that other people can hear the song in different languages and in different military Amen. situations. You know what I mean? So may God open that door for you as well. Um, but yeah, it's, it's major to be able to be used by God in, in such an amazing way. So I pray that each and every person on the call or on the uh, podcast, you know, if they heard that song, even if they ain't been in the military, that they were touched by it. Yeah. I want to, I want to say something if I can. Um, I want to get everybody to understand something, something that God taught me a long time ago. And you said he's strong, right? But God says in our weakness, we're made strong. Right. That's right. See, the thing that God told me a long time ago, we're children of God. We're not adults. Right. We're not adults. See, in our adult state, we're taught to hold everything in and be strong. But being a child, a child releases things. What does a child, if they can't get your attention doing something positive, what are they going to do? They're going to do something negative. That's what we do. We go to the negative, right? Instead of being that child. And what God told me a long time ago, I was angry, right? I was going through something. He said, are you done throwing your temper tantrum? Are you done? He told me that. And that's what it is. <laughs> At the end of the day, that's all it is. Right. Because we're children of God. We're not adults of God. So that's why when I deal with people, I deal with all types of walks of life. Being a, you know, a spiritual life coach, meditation teacher, some people come in very angry but I see them as children. I don't see a big six foot or six, three black guy angry. I still see a child inside there. That's what you got to witness. And when you speak to the child, the child's always going to release. Once, you, right. once you let the spirit lead you, the spirit is always going to tap into what that child needed to hear. That's right. My position is I get to help people every single day of my life with my job. So I see how the spirit moves all the time. God said, where two or three are gathered, there I shall be. So I get to see the breakthrough every single day of my life because of the job that I've been blessed with. And the song, like you said, I pray in Jesus name and I receive what you said. Yes, because we are all under God's law, not man's law god's law we're children of god children once we realize that then humanity can work differently together because then judgment leaves right and right. love comes through i wanted to ask you um faith if you could say um if you could just speak right now to any um, body out there, uh, not only the veterans not only people that served in the military but people dealing with mental health uh, we're going to be approaching the holidays and just even um, in this season where there's inflation and job loss and wars and all thing, kind of things going on. What could you say or how could you encourage or what words of wisdom would you have to speak to those that might be suffering from mental health today? What I would say to you, everybody under the sound of my voice listening to me. You have to get your place in a, in a get yourself in a position to where you can cry and release because otherwise you're 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 cluttered you're not you don't have clarity so i don't care if that's in the bathroom you got to sit on the toilet stall and just close your eyes and and think about what you're thinking about don't fight let it happen that's the problem we're trying to stop everything from happening i've been told oh you're crazy oh you're this you're that why because i tell the truth and everybody doesn't want to hear the truth 
-hmm. But crazy, if, if, if the truth is crazy, well, I'm crazy because I'm going to continue telling the truth because at the end of the day, I lay down with my conscience and people out there, you have to release again, anything you hold on to holds on to you. If a song moves you, let it happen. I remember one of my students saying to me one time, she says, I don't know. I said, you need to cry. She said, I don't do that. I said, well, I'm going to send you some videos. I'm going to send you some cartoons. I'm going to send you commercials, whatever it takes. You're going to cry. I'm going to send you that stuff. And when I talk next week, you're going to tell me how you cry. She said, well, it's probably not going to happen. Oh, it happened. It happened. You'd be surprised when you release because the body knows how to heal itself. Once she released, there was room to hear somebody loving you because self-love is not nowhere in the room when you're cluttered up with all the stuff you're holding on to with saying that you're not worthy, right? So you can't see your worth. So everybody out there, listen again, find a way to make yourself cry, release, talk to somebody you know that's not gonna judge you. And people out there, if you're gonna listen, listen, don't cut people off. When they're talking, let them finish saying what they're saying. That's what's wrong with the married couples I work with. They just keep going, going and they cut them off. You can't get to a solution if you keep cutting somebody off. They have feelings that they wanna get out into the open. They want to get it out. So mm -hmm. if you're going to listen, don't sign up halfway for the job and then don't do it. If you're going to listen, listen, because the spirit will lead you. If you listen long enough, you're going to say what needs to be said afterwards because the spirit's going to guide you, not your mind. This is the enemy. That's why Jesus said meditate in the spirit. All the people say that meditation is evil. You're wrong. Meditate in the spirit and get some clarity in your life. Well, they can't say that. They can't say that, brother. If they say meditation is wrong, then they clearly haven't read their word correctly. Because he it's said, one and nine, that you you should, in this book of law, shall not depart from you. And there, Come on you now. Meditate thereof, mm -hmm. night and day. That's so right. Amen. Meditate on the word. First of all, you can't mm -hmm. study anything you're not meditating on. And you got to study to show yourself approved. So if you got to study to show yourself approved, you're actually... When you find yourself studying, you're meditating without understanding you're meditating on the precepts and the lines and, the, and the, 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 the word itself. But that's a whole nother talk for another day. It was something you just said that, <laughs> that the, the word into my mind. If you answer a matter before you fully hear it out all the way, it makes you a fool. So sometimes listening all the way through can give you the answer at the end if you just listen. You, you know what I'm saying? So. It's, it's amazing. This this podcast tonight is definitely helping me. I want to say this to you, brother. I want to say this directly to you. What you have to understand, yes, you've studied, mm -hmm. but God qualified you to be able to talk to that gentleman. That's 100%. See, the things that you've been through, mm -hmm. that was your studying. 100%. The things that we've lived, that's our hand-on-hand -hand Bible right in front of us. What is wisdom? When you learn from what you go through. Application of knowledge, that's right. That part, and you listen to the spirit and because of what you've been through, God qualified you to be able to speak to that man. Because otherwise he's not listening to everybody else. Amen. So give I, yourself more credit. <laughs> that's your spirit right there, brother. I thank God for that. You know, that's amazing. And the reason why I believe God qualified me for that position and that role that day because I shared my testimony with him that when I saw the anger inside of him, I saw myself. 
And he's mm-hmm. older. He's older than mm-hmm. me. But I saw I saw an older for a split second in the spirit. I saw an older version of myself and what I would have become had I not released the anger when I did. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. God showed it to me. Wow. It blessed mm-hmm. my soul because I told him, I said, you know, I said, you know, bro, I had that same problem with releasing the anger that was inside of me because I kept saying it was my anger. Once I stopped saying it's my anger, you claimed it. I, I went inside the house one day and nobody was there but me. And I cried out to God and it was in the most unholy way yes. to the to the human's mind. Yes. Now, I didn't disrespect God, but I sure let that anger lose. I said, you're supposed to be God. You're supposed to be the one that told me I'm going to be a prophet. You told me all these prophecies. I said, they ain't coming to pass. I said, what is happening? I've been asking you to help me. You ain't helping me. Where you at? Why are you not showing up to me? Show up in a way that I can understand you showing up for me because clearly I'm missing it. And I got all of the anger out and I told him right before I passed out into the trance, I said, take it from me. And I began to scream in that apartment and let everything, yes. everything. So when you say get somewhere and just let yourself cry, let it go. Very, very vital, very vital in your journey Crucial. in life. And I cried so bad that it was so much snot and so many tears. I exhausted myself. Ooh, and when I, when I woke up. Listen, when I woke up, sis, I did not feel any anger no more in my body. You made room. The Lord has set me free. You made room. Literally. You said, you said, I don't want to disrespect God, but no, God put you in a position to make room. Amen. Once you released everything, now you can hear what self-love feel. You can feel what self-love feels like. Amen. Now you can feel self-encouragement. Now you can feel self-esteem. But you had to release all those dirty waters yeah. so you could get to the tears of joy. And that's why you went to sleep. So you could wake up in that joy. Man, that thing was so beautiful when I woke up. I felt like a new man. <laughs> like a little kid, huh? <laughs> a new man. I love that. And you know, I was gonna just say a lot of times um, in men- in mental health, when people are very angry, and we've probably all been there at some point. Something happened to us. Something traumatic happened to us. Um, some like big life disappointment, and we couldn't understand. We gave our all, and like this is what I get in return. Like you just sometimes you just can't make it make sense. But mm-hmm. a lot of times when we see that deep seated anger, those are really um, that's really sadness. And it's a sadness that mm-hmm. cannot be verbalized. It's a sadness that it's it's beyond a certain level. It's so deep that it comes out as anger. It transfers into anger because it, it it um the words it's it's past it's past. Why can't somebody help me? I don't understand why this happened to me. Mm-hmm. I've been holding this for so long. It was mm-hmm. a small bag, but now it's become a big mountain. It's become a big burden. It went yes. from a bag to a burden. I've carried it so long. I don't even know how to get free. Um, mm. You know, this is on my back. And um, a lot of times when you see people angry, it's really not anger. It's deep seated sadness. It's it's past the surface. I, it's I, so I, it's deep sorry. and it's, it's so sorry. intertwined, you know, and it's so interconnected that it has become anger. But once mm-hmm. you get past anger, that's when my brother Faith said you have to cry because really what it is, is this sadness. Mm-hmm. And the sadness has transferred and accumulated and, 
and have anger intertwined and interconnected in it. So now we've got to get that out because yes. from sadness, we get anger. And from anger, guess what? We start being misunderstood because now we're nonchalant. Mm-hmm. But all mm-hmm. under that, being nonchalant, anger, sadness. And in anger, you really can't express yourself the way you would like to because your thoughts, your judgment is clouded. So it's, it's, all, you, know, all you know, one thing I can say about anger is that you miss a stage and one stage of anger that you missed, Simi, was rage. Oh, yes, uh, that's in there. Yes. All in uh, anger, so, fury. Yeah, so absolutely. One thing that I could say, anger equals confusion. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, I, I don't know if you've ever been mad. I've been in that moment where I've been mad enough, where I've been mad enough to just be so mad. I don't even know why I'm mad no more. Like they, it gets to that point where you 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 get to a point where you I guess you could say cap yourself, where you start getting so so angry that you just like I don't even know why I'm mad, but I just yeah. feel mad and I just want to let it out and I just want to hit somebody and I just want to do this. <laughs> As a kid, um, I went through therapy. It was funny because I, I I got my parents in trouble because the therapist was nosy and he was like, "So where did you learn these cuss words?" My parents always talk like that at the house. They only talk proper in front of you, sir. <laughs> My parents? What? What you was five just now, Sammy? That's how they tell it all. And know, then, uh, my mama don't talk like that when she's not here. She only being nice when we get in the car and she gonna hit me in the head and she gonna use them other words. <laughs> She gonna say them words that she said I can't say. She said you could be, <laughs> hey, hey, uh, do what I say, don't do what I do. But right. the one thing I want to say is I went through a moment. Um, God's telling me to re- to to share this. I went through a moment, and thanks to faith because I, I definitely didn't think like this before. Um, I went through a moment where I was at a childhood home, my old room where the trauma happened, where like, I remember the moment that I clicked in my head and went into survivor mode and did not care about nothing. And I saw, it was scary. It was like, it was like a ghost. I saw younger me in the corner crying. No, like, like right there. And I literally, I I know whoever was looking at me was crazy. I kneeled down and was like, we made it. Like I had to talk to younger me and say, we made it. Yeah. You don't have to worry no more. That's I'm good. sorry I left you here. That's because good. that's, that's what a lot of times we do. We leave our younger self and you turn into the person to survive. That you hard on the outside. You're, you're mean. You're unforgiving. You're ready to cut people off. You cuss anybody out. You're always angry. And I, I, I learned at that moment that I, I let that moment of time. And it's crazy because it's been 22 years since that time where it's just like, man, I really made that switch from fate always said this and it always used to irritate me. They used to say, he's like your grandmother, (laughs) your grandmother instilled in you love and joy and you're not showing that. Where is that your grandmother instilled in you? He said, we we always get sad when people pass away. Because that was one thing that that I dealt with is the loss of my grandmother. Um, But he said, but we're supposed to be living through what they taught us. We're supposed Mm -hmm. to, the love she instilled in us, the, 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 you know, knowing about church and and the structure and and the lessons and all the things they instill. They every time you think about the person that passed away, you shouldn't be crying. You should no. be 
showing a, the what they instilled in you. They didn't instill crying unless it was a trauma, then that's a different story. But the, if someone instilled love in you, you should be still showing that same love because that's how they live on. That's right. By what they instilled in you for the, the next generation. So I definitely, I applaud fate and publicly because he's helped me deal with a lot. I mean, I had clinically anger, rage problems, like paperwork on me. Like schools had thick, like this permanent records of me. And it ha I had to, and my grandmother said it perfectly. He only beat up other people because he can't beat up the people he won't. Oh man, that sound like mine. Cause see, I used to want to fight my dad. That that's where my anger. Came. That's where my anger and rage came from. Ooh, that's a whole different show. Hey man, let's talk about soldiers. <laughs> I want to. I want to. I want to chime in on something you said, Jay. This is for everybody out there. Um, if you guys heard what he said, he spoke to the younger version of himself. Mm -hmm. In some of our met in some of my classes with my some of my students, and Jay, he's experienced this. That's why he's talking about it. When you let the spirit travel you back to, because a lot of the times we think what's going on right in front of us is what the problem is. It's not that. You have to go back and speak to that little person and say, That's hey, right. I forgive you. I forgive right. you, mother. Hey, dad, I forgive you. Because if you, you leave that little person with that mind frame, that big person's going to carry that with them for the rest of their life. And he might have been, yeah, he had, like he said, he stacks of different emotional things. But once we started getting rid of the past and bringing, going to the root of the problem, we were able to stop pulling weeds. See, cause you're just pulling weeds. But when you go to the root of the problem, now you can move forward. Now you, you what he's doing now, he has room. God has a canvas he can work off of now because we had to get rid of all the other stuff that was telling him he's not enough. Mm -hmm. All this stuff is saying I'm not worthy. See, now he has an open canvas. God can work and he can speak to the world from that platform now. But the misery loves misery. That's why we attract those type of things in our life. But you have to go back and speak to that little person and say, hey, you are enough. You are intelligent. You are beautiful. I have so many clients when I'm working with them and I say, say I'm beautiful. They, they can't say it. They start crying. They can't say they're beautiful. Wow. And we have to say, and then I have to change it. Say I'm beautifully made in God's image. Then they say I'm beautifully made in God's image, but just by themselves, because of what they've heard from somebody else, they don't qualify themselves to be beautiful. Wow. Wow. That's major. That's major. I struggle with that when I was younger. So I understand from Pastor Jay saying it. And, you know, that's that's something that I think that when we I don't like to use the word adults because it's the root word of adultery. But when we start to grow, I like that. I'm going to use it, that. It is. <laughs> I teach that in my classes. It's the root word in adultery. Get real deep on the line. y'all. I never I'm say I never I never I don't say adult. <laughs> <here. you> <laughs> I never use that word for the simple fact that. When you start to say I'm an adult, you're really saying, in other words, I'm re I'm in rebellion and it's without understanding you're saying it. So sometimes what I like to use in place of uh, adult is I'm maturing. 
I don't even like to use grown because grown means that you can't go further than you the capacity you reach. The profit is deep today. I'm serious. I don't. I don't. But I when I say that I'm maturing, it's through you know um, my suffering and through the trials and stuff that God has taken me through. And I've learned that a lot of people in their older age have not gone back to that little child in themselves and forgiving themselves. They don't know yep. how to access it because there's so much that is happening over the course of their lives that causes them to just put up block one block after the other. You know what I'm saying? And they keep moving because all they know is keep going. You that's know right. What I'm saying? And that's something that's very dangerous too when you're taking this walk in this journey of life is just to keep putting brick on top of brick on top of brick mm -hmm. on top of brick. And when it comes crashing down, like Simi said, you know, they're looking like, why did this happen to me? Where's this coming from? Why, why is this only me? You know, I see everybody else around being blessed, but it's not that. It's like Brother Faith said, you got to get somewhere and cry. You know, so this has really blessed me, man. <laughs> In more ways than none. This has really it's blessed such me. A blessing. That's because Bishop was deep today. One thing I want to say and that Faith was, Faith was deep. Faith, Faith, I thought Pastor Jay, I thought she was going to start crying on it. <laughs> It goes semi, man. Semi. Because I, I see you. He was talking about you gotta go. You was like, you was like, <laughs> oh, that's how he's not gonna make it. He's not gonna make it. Man. I'm like, you he's not gonna make it. it. No. You were you and so, then here go, here go mercy. Mercy getting deep. <laughs> I was like, he must be tapped into the Lord right now. Here go faith. You you know you gotta let. I'm telling you right now what I tell the hey. I, said, I said the men, the men rolling deep tonight on the line. Where the sisters at? You know, you all really this has been such um it started off and 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 that's what I say. Faith, your song is gonna open up so much dialogue. Excellent. People talking about, you know, I want to talk to you about my experience. Just from hearing that song, people, it's going to become a space that's shared. It's going to be a shared space, a sharing space and a safe place for people because mm -hmm. that's what it does. And then it's going to go into right into mental health. So you can really just run Ooh. with that. Ooh. You could just run with it because it's really it's and it's really got a sweet spirit in the song. Yes. The Amen. song is very sweet spirited. Yes. Mm. Very sweet spirited. And I listened to I said, now you know what? That is so sweet. You know, it's just got a sweet spirit and it's encouraging. But like I said, it encourages dialogue. So I'm so happy. You men, I want you to know so you were me. real men tonight. So send, me. so send me. Guess what? It was just so sweet. Oh, baby. It was just so. That's how you sounded. So anyway, I, I wanted to say <laughs> what I was going to say earlier. You no, know, now, you know, you know, it's been past my bedtime. And I just we wanted to, say to. We, we was about to. But I, I got to say this because this was serious on the serious note, bro. All seriousness. And then we can start closing out. Mercy, you said something that was deep, and I don't think you realize you said it. A lot of people can't go back to where they were traumatized because they blocked it from their memory. Right. I know too many people that you'd be like, hey, you remember? Like, I remember talking to a cousin. It was like, hey, you remember we went to the park? Park. Like, literally, that's the face that right. they would give you. And most of those people cannot meditate because they can't sit in a, in a quiet room because all the memories will flood back it's too loud in their heads so they will start they will start blocking it by being busy have you ever known somebody that just can't sit down 
They just busy. They don't want to mm-hmm. sit with themselves because when they sit by themselves, they deal with themselves. And then it's I want to say, I want to say the fate. And then I go back to to mother Simi. I, I think that's what we're gonna call you, the mother. Do um, not. She <laughs> was so acting like because a you know what? Like, it was just so sweet, baby. So so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> that that song was sweet. That she, she, she wouldn't sis. She wouldn't sis today. We got mother Simi. We got mother Simi today. Y'all better not. This because one day you know. Lord, she done brought the Lord the might send a bow ass my way, and I don't want y'all to be like, you know, sis, you know, mother Simi. What well, mother? Yeah, mother so, Sarah. Mother Simi Sarah, so or Sarai. Which one are you, Sarah or Mother Sarai? Sarai? Lord Mother Jesus. Sarai. <laughs> I guess I did that to myself. That's okay. I'm just saying. But one thing I want to say to Fate, this song is going to you. You spoke this over my life, and I'm returning it to you. This song is going to open up doors that nobody could ever go to, so that you could speak God to them. I received that. I received that. I'm I'm looking forward to the rooms that God gives me. I'm looking forward to those rooms. He he allows me to speak to people every single day. Like I said, I get to see breakthroughs and miracles every day. And I've been starting to work with groups a lot more too. So I'm looking forward to it. I thank you guys. Um, each one of you guys have beautiful spirits. God has already qualified you. That's why you're on this station right now, speaking to the world. You guys are speaking about things that people don't want to speak about because they feel like they're being weak. But again, God said in our weaknesses, we're made strong. So being strong does not mean what we think it means. Mm. It only means what it means to God. In your weaknesses, you're made strong. Brother, like she said, what she was saying and what they're saying to you, Simi, is that your spiritual mother came out today. That's what it was. And, and, and it's a beautiful thing because I'm not saying this be rude, but a lot of the role models, they don't give that like they should these days. And then they say, I'm not responsible for that. But you are because you're shining. You're shining in God's space. You're shining in those airwaves. That's you feeding those people. That's you giving them those things. So you are responsible. You are responsible. We said this before, like the when you take the communion, right? The glass is a glass, but we're the vessels. That was said at church, and, and it's true. We're vessels right now. And this song is just another vessel for me to get to people. That's how I look at it. That's how I look at it. As I tell Jay all the time, it was a setup. <laughs> it definitely was. I seen as you were speaking um, prophetically, the doors that you were speaking about, the Lord began to show me. He opened my eyes and showed me it going through different countries and it being translated. So I wasn't just saying it earlier, but, you know, I felt it in my spirit to say it. But he showed me the actual vision of your song passing through doorways and it being translated in different um, languages. And I also saw different um, nations of people crying because of the song. So. Um, I don't know the impact that it's going to have and how far it's going to reach, but it is going from nation to nation. That is. Let me say something. Let me let me confirm something you just said that I just experienced earlier today. I met we were just going to the food truck. The gentleman that walked up. I asked them, they were standing there. This is God. What you just said, I receive it. But let me tell you what God's plans are. 
And I'm putting it on the airways because it's not going to be blocked in Jesus name. Oh, it can't be. Sorry. The gentleman we met today, me and Marvinetta, we was going to the food truck, getting ready to go to the studio. They were standing there. I just walked up to them because we were waiting for the food. I said, did either one of you guys serve? That's what they said. That's what I asked him. Right. And he said, well, he said, the one said I did. He said, why? I said, I want you to hear this song. He said, oh, he said, that sounds like something you should be playing at the Super Bowl. He said, I'm the one that brought the Raiders here. Mm. <laughs> he wow. said, I'm the one that brought the Raiders here. And he said, and this is such and such. And they introduced himself. And so, yeah. And then the guy asked me, he's it's, uh, Chef, Chef G, whatever his name is. He's They're both big time, right? We at the food food truck. And the man said, you should be singing that at the, at the Super Bowl. He said, well, Usher's there this year. But what about the national anthem? So whatever you're speaking right now oh my god whatever you're speaking right now i receive it because this happened to me and marvinetta earlier today he said i'm the one that brought the raiders here to las vegas who put something together like that but god right but god that's the only person that can do something like that wow this is blowing my mind i know god always blows your mind but when you mentioned the national anthem when I first when when Pastor Jay first played your song and we got off and came back on air, I heard the song. I heard national anthem and I didn't know right away. So I don't I don't say anything if I don't get full details from God. I just let him tell me whatever he's gonna tell me. And most times he comes back around and he'll say it again. But this time when you said it this time, it made sense as to why he said it the first time. So national anthem, the reason why he whispered it in my spirit the first time was because your song is a national anthem. Mm. Wow. Listen. Wow, y'all, y'all really, y'all being mm. too deep. Y'all, y'all deep tonight. And I don't even want to tell you guys, and I don't even Listen. want to get up the subject. Why did they tell me today at the school that the students respect me because I, I'm, I'm, I have a mothering spirit? So when y'all said mm. that, I was like this. <laughs> y'all, y'all being real deep. Pastor you all are being y'all really, y'all really being led by the Holy Ghost today. Y'all real deep today. The yeah, men are deep. Yeah. And let me tell you something. I appreciate it. Yeah. Y'all real deep. You guys are in the vein yes. tonight. Okay. Yes. yes. Okay. Well, I like I mean, how you held that in though. I like how you held that in though. That's because the mom, <laughs> the mama was finna come out. She she don't want to be mother no more tonight. <laughs> I was told, I was told, everything is like full circle today. Yes. I I was told, I was told that, I was told that today. I was told that today. As I spoke to over 300 students and they, and they just start, as soon as they said my name, all the students start clapping. And I looked and they were like. Clap for Mama uh, Soraya. Yep. Mama Soraya. (laughs) I'm changing your name to Mama Soraya in my phone. Amen. So. It's about that time. I gotta get Simi's bed. She gotta get up at she gotta get up at four o'clock in the morning. And I gotta get up at five, praise God. So amen. I receive what you said though, brother. I receive yes. what you said. An anthem. I receive that. It is definitely a national anthem, man. and if the Lord we, spoke it, it can't be changed. It can't be otherwise. It cannot be I receive changed. it. And, and we just say and and it is so. Amen. And it is so. And in Jesus' name. Say, and it is so. Amen. It is so. amen. And one thing I want to say is thank you, Faith, for coming on. I'll talk to you almost. Thank you, Faith. <laughs> thank you for coming on the platform. Thank Everybody, thank Faith. Make sure you for go everything. follow him. 
make sure you go and check out his music video his the music is out on all social media platforms if you saw it on instagram on his posts on our page at lv anointed radio you could be able to listen to a clip of it make sure you clip it tag some soldiers start if you know a soldier just take one share the song and let them know what, what's a what what they felt about the song and open yes. that dialogue. i think that would be a great thing for people to go do and on the behalf of anointed radio i want to say thank you fate for coming on because one thank thing you, that you did was give us the most valuable thing that you could give us time yes so amen i appreciate the time that you sp spent with us you can't get it back we have no refunds so <laughs> um it's about that time and you know shout out to marvette in her absence shout out to Prophetess Tish. Prophetess Tish is actually um, speaking in a speaking engagement. So um, they can't, couldn't be here, but it was men's night tonight. So we, were, we didn't have all the lady folks ganging up on only me and, and Mercy. So that's all right because Mama Simi showed up so she could hold her own tonight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's just wrong. Mic drop. Mama Simi. All right, Mother. It's all right, mother. It's all right, mother. We're gonna get you one hat. I think you got one. I do. <laughs> Don't play. Dang. Do not Amen. Play. Amen. We're gonna leave that alone because I could go in. And but I'm not. It's about that time for us to go. If you liked tonight, make sure you follow us on all the podcast platforms, uh, anointed radio network. If you could you could always stay tuned with us. We're on all plat uh podcast platforms but title but we'll see if that change another thing is make sure that you follow us at lv anointed radio on all social media platforms share like subscribe this and if you missed the beginning man don't worry tonight you could be able to go check it out on the podcast platform and watch the whole show on spotify they actually showed the video but if you want some audio while you're driving to work or driving home or whatever go to the podcast platform put in anointed radio network and just listen to it we have every episode is going to be a breakthrough every episode has a lesson every episode you're going to walk away with something god's going to reveal to you something Amen. out of all almost 400 episodes that we've had here at anointed radio so with that and if you want to go back we have the very first time we've had fate in the studio back wow nice and you could go go listen to that and hear his testimony that he did not talk about on this show. So you could go back into to the old school playback and listen on our podcast at Anointed Radio Network. Make sure you share, like, subscribe. Much love. And we will see y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Peace. Bye,